Yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Life of the Meno with Mario Dominguez. Just call me Marito. Most of the time, what comes out of my mouth is hopefully to influence other people. Now, uh, what's the show about? The show is basically organic, organic testimonies, organic stories lived to basically make change into somebody one day. You know, it's, it's difficult living in an urban community. is extremely difficult trying to be that quote-unquote Christian that the TV or, or people uh, would like to see because your day-to-day -day life really doesn't really doesn't uh, add up to what is really portrayed on TV or, or how people want us to, to live I remember I remember being raised in in not the poorest city like it wasn't poor at all but you know there was, uh, I'm not going to say gangs, but there was little groups here and there that would fight. You know, there was, uh, there was, there would be times where people would actually, quote unquote, want to do uh, uh, shootouts or come to the block and like sell drugs and little things like that is uh, things that we saw. And, and, you know, a lot of times people would be like, oh, you know, you have to, uh, you have to uh, keep God close and make sure you're always praying. But a lot of times that's not the answer. I make the show so that any, everybody can actually understand what we go through, uh, what I went through. And hopefully, I'm basically, you can live your life through me. Uh, you won't, so hopefully you won't make the same mistakes because I've made a lot of them. Uh, anybody that know me know that, knows that I'm not perfect. So at the end of the day, uh, it is what it is. Uh, Thank God I'm a Christian. You know, I always, I always say that to people like at my job, and they expect us to 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 act a certain way. Like I said, because of the simple fact that I'm Christian, and I'm like, yo, like I'm Christian because through Jesus is the only person I was able to get salvation through. You know, I'm not a Christian because I want to be perfect. Far from it. You know, I'm a Christian because I'm looking for salvation. It's the only thing. You know, I'm grinding for salvation. Well, while I'm at it, I'm going to go ahead and introduce my guest, my, my co-host for the day. I've, I've gotten the privilege to live with her. I've gotten the privilege to get to know her a little better. You'll notice that as you get older, people change. But a lot of times people change because of the circumstances they go through. Or because of the simple things that life put them through, you know. Some people say tomatoes, some people say tomatoes. So at the end of the day, what you go through is what you went through. And as long as you give God the glory for everything that happened, whether good or bad, I think it's good. My co-host, Delmi, we call her Delmi. Hi, my name is Delmi. I'm the co-host for the day, or for the night. Um, it's a blessing and a privilege to be here, being able to speak, give off word. Some things I may say may be facts or may also help others and there's some things where i just say out of nonsense just like mario said but hopefully we're able to get to other people not only speaking religiously but speaking on a day-to-day -day basis of coming from different experiences so hi yeah this might seem all kind of weird to because she uh She's real talkative, but when you put her on the spotlight, she normally, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say she tense up, but, you know, she get a little afraid. <laughs> and, 
uh, you know, there's a little abnormal. We kind of just sitting in the room uh, talking, and it's, it it doesn't feel normal. But one day it will. You know, hopefully uh, one day practice. she could start her own podcast and, you know, deliver her own little message. But <laughs> that's for another day. Delmi, uh, or Delmi, I'm going to call it Delmi because that's what we yeah, normally call it. And Delmi, she... Uh, She's basically seen most of my struggles. She know probably a lot of my secrets, and uh, you know I think it was great. It was great for me to start with her because she knows everything organically, how everything really happened. Uh, and and uh, she was actually the person that when I used to sneak out the crib, uh, she was the one that would always open the door. She'll find a way to, you know, get me in because my mom's and my pop. You know, really strict on one time. <laughs> so I would go and play ball. Like it was not, it was, it was never nothing like disrespectful, you know, but or or bad. But I would go play ball, and you know, I would I would sneak out the crib to go and play ball and football, basketball. I live in Miami, so well Fort Lauderdale, and in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Florida in general, uh, the main sport is football. We watched a lot of football. Of course, we played basketball. It was rare, really rare when we played soccer. Not not many people played it at that time. It's it's getting famous now, but mm-hmm. back in the days it was just football and basketball. But you know, she was the one that used to basically let me in the house. My mom would close the door, lock all the doors, and uh, when my mother found out, she was the one letting me in. My mom threatened to hit her. I'm sorry, mommy. Uh, <laughs> if I put our business out, but you know, you know, my, my mother did it to teach us a lesson. You know, we had rules and we had to abide by it. Living as a Christian in our community, it was actually one of the most hardest things for me. Monday through Friday, I'd be in, in the hood or I'd go to school with, with kids that were uh, urban raised. You know, you heard a lot of curse words. You heard, uh, you seen a lot of fights. Uh, people got jumped. Uh, you seen things like people bringing drugs to school on a regular and you getting to know the drug dealers face to face because it just became usual. I, I'm, I've never been a bad kid. I was never a bad person. I I try to do as much good as possible, you know. But it was hard because you seen the outcome, and because the outcome was so short term, you know, you would see people flip flip money quickly, and you were you were easily entertained by it. You wanted it. You wanted them days. Uh, my dad and my mom, were they weren't the richest. Um, I always had everything, though. Everything that I needed. It was difficult. Like, she would she would have to put a bill on the side to cover another bill, or she would have to go ahead and, and, and possibly uh, find something to sell, something to do for us to have the money, you know, and she, we never struggled. My mother never showed us that she struggled, and um, once we got outside, like once we got our our that bubble that she had us in, I didn't. I, I, a lot of things that I went through, I didn't experience until like high school. After high school, my mother was so I'm not gonna say religious, but she was, you know, Christ centered. Everything with her for her was was Christianity. Even even at the beginning of us being Christians, she was always active. But as a Christian, you're you're, you're forced to play a role that is hard to live. Uh, being a Christian in general is hard. It's difficult. Like I said, Monday through Friday will be forced not to curse because of the simple fact that we're Christian. 
we're, we were forced to act friendly with people that were sometimes nasty. And uh, I still remember when my mother, she, I guess she realized that it was difficult. You know, it was difficult for us. I had an older sister. Hopefully she don't get mad at me that I, I tell the story. But there was a girl that was bullying her. And if my sister never, mind you, she, 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 the girl was bullying her for like three, four, five weeks. And my mother told her, you come back again crying, I'm going to hit you. My sister, she got the courage. She, luckily, there was like a beer bottle or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. She got, and she told the girl, if you come through, you know, I'm going to knock you out. And there was little things like that, that if you hear that, like, you'd be like, nah, she's not Christian. Like, that can't be God, but where you live makes you, you know. Uh, as, as much as people say, you know, that you don't got to be a product of your environment, but your environment makes you who you are. You know, if you were the type of person that got bullied, um, you, you, you either, you know, uh, uh, you know, you became couraged enough to, to confront the person or you just were just that soft person and nobody really wanted to be that soft person, mm-hmm. you know. In the hood, you got to prove yourself. Yeah. You know? And uh, even with me, myself, uh, I was raised in a, in a community called Oakland Estates. And I remember that I would sit there and just, you know, analyze. Because I was, I, I'm able to, you know, I don't know if I have superpowers, don't get me wrong. But I have the ability to, you know, discern or I could tell what people, how people would react to certain things. And I remember that. I would watch the way I would say things because I didn't want somebody to think I was corny. Or I would say something because I didn't want nobody to think I was soft. You know, my, I got a friend, my best friend, Jamal. Jamal, um, uh, on Twitter, his name is Jamal200. He, he basically is, makes fun of me because, my, my, you know, through grade school, it was difficult for me to curse you know, my mom, she raised us like 100% Christian. Like, we would have to wake up in the middle of the night to pray sometimes. Like, she would come to our room and pray for us. And, you know, we would see this at home. But then we spent most of our time outside the school. You know, out in school, like, we played sports and we worked and we did all that. So we was around the community all the time, you know. And I don't know. I don't know what, what type of things you experienced as as as, as as a Christian youth? Um, I can say, well, one thing that came first in our lives, I'll speak personally in my life, was the fact that we were Garifunas first off. And because of the fact that there weren't a lot of Garifunas around us, it was tough for us to be able to find ourselves, you know? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then second, we were young. We were youth, you know? So... It was tough for us. We at home, we were in this in this religious society, and then out in the streets, we were out in the real world to what everyone threw back at us. So it was like we had to balance those two things out. So it was always it was always that 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 battle between the both of them, you know. But at the same time, like you said, my. Ma was always there praying for us. Mommy had us waking up early in the morning. Yeah, shout out pray. to the praying mothers, yo. Shout out, yeah. Because I don't know where I'd be now without praying mothers. But, like, 
it was it was always tough because we were thrown things that were out in the world, but then we always had the church. So it was like our mind was always in a in a confused in a confused yeah. way of thinking. You didn't know what was right yeah. sometimes, but you just went along with what was there at the moment. Yeah. So you were always you were always in that battle, and sometimes it was it was tough. It's really tough. Even now, it's tough, and I speak more as a like as I got evil now, because I even even when we lived in New York, in New York is more like the the environment. Everyone's more close. Every everything's more open. But living here in Florida is a bit more tough because we don't we don't have a lot of garifunas around us or close to us, so it's 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 difficult for us. Or like even with some of my friends, sometimes Ma wouldn't even let me go to their house or That's to right. parties, and it sucked because you wanted to be there. Everybody was there: pool parties, birthday parties, sleepovers. But what came first? Serving God came first. Always. Always came first. You know, so it's just, it, it, it makes you think because when you're younger at the moment, it, it, it gets you mad. But you, you must learn how to balance balance both things at the same time, you know? One, one, of, one of the biggest struggles for me personally, I don't know if it was for you too, but I think, um, if, let me explain what a Garifuna is. She, she stated something um, that we're, we're Garifunas in. Garifuna is, is, is a small community uh, in Central America, uh, and uh, we're we're very 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 special uh, culture, and um, extremely rich. Um, if you if you stay posted and subscribe to these episodes, you you'll more than likely one day get an episode about them, what we are, how we act, how we interact with people. But Garifuna, we're uh, basically uh, we were slaves. Or, or we were in a slave trade, and in that slave trade, we fought the the, the slave masters. Uh, to make the long story short, ended up in St. Vincent because the shipwreck uh, got kicked out of St. Vincent years later, and we uh, migrated to Honduras uh, raw time, uh, actually, and and from there, well, I'm sorry, not raw time, but Honduras general, and we're all, actually all over Honduras, Nicaragua, Guatemala, all over the United States, and now Europe. You know, so we're a little grow. We're a growing community culture. We're a growing community, and I think because of the simple fact that I was a garifuna, it made it even more difficult because yeah. I didn't have nobody really to relate to. You know, um, you know, we would sing garifuna at church, and mind you, we don't we don't know what we're saying. We're just mm-hmm. singing words, but um, luckily the Holy Spirit guides us. Luckily the Holy Spirit, you know, he he, he pushes us because honestly, like. It's rare when you can find somebody to sing another, be a culture, not really know the culture, but be, but being in that culture. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. It sounds stupid, but, you know, we don't know what the language means. Why our parents didn't teach it to us, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, we're in, we're, we're serving them. We know our words, though. Yeah, we know a few we words. We do know our yeah. words. So, I mean, thank God for practice as well. Every Saturday, faithfully at church. Yeah. <laughs> learning different words. We learn words all the time. So we could put a couple of sentences together. Yeah, Hopefully but, one of the next podcast we do or one of the podcasts we do, we could probably do that too. I, I, but I, what, I, what I was trying to explain is that, you know, we were Garifunas for a certain amount of hours, really. And um, our lifestyles, I'm sorry, was also Garifuna. But once we left that the church or that little culture for those few hours, 
it was back to either kicking it with like Jamaicans, Haitians. Yeah. You know, it, it was African Americans, and they praised God completely different from how we praise Him. You know, uh, it, I remember people would be embarrassed to be Christians in, in elementary school, middle school. I think it wasn't until high school that, I, you know, I, people really didn't care no more. And uh, they would say they were Christians, but mm-hmm. played a whole other role yeah. at that school. And I think we were forced to kind of play that role because of the simple fact that we didn't have any guidance, any correct guidance. Uh, I remember people used to tell me, yo, rap is bad or hip hop is bad. People used to tell me, don't be sagging your pants. And I'm like, yo, this is what, this is how I was raised. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, it wasn't actually till I turned 13 or 14. You remember Cherry? Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, Sweet 16 or Sweet mm-hmm. Quinceanera. Pastor Byron, um, Pastor Byron, shout out to Pastor Byron. He's one of the coolest uh, mentors you could ever have. Extremely yeah. wise dude. Um, he, one day he, right after that dance, I'm sorry, right after that, that party, we ended up at his house, if I'm not mistaken, or we ended up at some dude named Jose Maria, which I haven't seen in years. But I was, you know, Pastor Byron was like, Love you. Oh, yeah, yo, como se, como se, why did that? You did? I actually did a dance, uh, which is, I don't know if y'all remember, called The Hell and Toe. And, you know, they were in love with it. And, <laughs> yo, they were like, yo, keep doing it, keep doing it. And I was like, nah, like, but then I realized, you know, I was embarrassed. Like, I'm like, yo, like, this is not Christian, you know, because I think at that time, like, Sean Paul, uh, we uh, came out with, like, Get Busy and all those songs that were, like, hit songs, you know, like, and it was hard not to be able to hear it. It was all over the radio. People, I think in the school, they they even used it to to play, like, in the lunchroom when they would play music. Mm -hmm. So it was hard not to miss them. You know, I learned how to do the hill and toe. I think I actually learned it from my cousin named Lindsay. And, uh, and, uh, you know, it was just that era where Jamaican music was just in, and I, Pastor Brown was like, do the dancing, and do the dancing, because I did the dance for uh, for a little performance that I did at a quinceanera, and then I did it, and he was so amazed, he was like in love with it, and then I realized that people just want your organic self, so ever since that day, I don't know if you remember, I even made a remix to Joy to the World, uh, when I did it in rap, like Joy oh, yeah, to the World. Early- like, 2000. Yeah, like that was that was that was us. You understand what I'm saying? And people will tell us that, yo, you're wrong, you're bad, like you can't act like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And then I remember when we used to go to like the Mennonites events, which are like little church events, and we would have to play like this proper type. You and know? you know that that was part of like the confusion though, because it's like when we were at church. We had to act a certain way. You yeah, couldn't you couldn't go past that. And then when we were out like with our friends or with our neighbors and stuff like that, we could we, we were able to do what they did, but we couldn't pass that or go to Christianity because what? They'd make fun of us. Yeah. Or when we was at church, no, you know, you're not supposed to do that. So it was always you were you didn't know you was all you were always in that that confused mentality. Yeah, and it was it was it was extremely difficult to surpass it too, because you know you were really influenced by hip hop. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I knew I knew I'm 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 pretty sure not a lot of uh, a lot of Christians know about Lecrae yeah. or like people like Andy Minio, which are Christian rap artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and and 
we we've been forced to put this filter for people and uh, one of the biggest things that i see in the bible um whether it be like stuff from from abraham uh or, or from from the first man made adam you know to to revelations or well, i'm sorry to throughout the whole bible god showed us that no matter what you know we were human we were always going to fail you know king david women you know Solomon, he was the I mean, King Solomon was the wisest dude. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And even him being the wisest dude, still fell. How yeah. can you be so wise but still fail? Mm -hmm. And and I think that that's what affected you know our Christianity. You understand what I'm saying? And 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 we got once we became an adult, and we're able to discern our by ourselves, like yo, Christianity is like this, 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 and this. You come to realize that you're like, first and foremost, you're human, so you you're old, you're always fail. But you know, I I feel like if if that was to have been taught to us from a young age, like honestly, I I thank God. Well, I think again, praying mothers. That I'm so thankful for praying mothers because I still have the I still have that fear for the Lord. Oh, you definitely. know, but it's just I feel like if we could have been taught from a young age to be yourself but to also learn how to have your own relationship because we have dip, even in the bible just like you said we god used so many different peoples in so many different ways and even now people preach differently pastors preach differently but it's not not trying to say that one person is wrong and the other one's correct no there are so many different ways of of being able to to preach, being able to show the type of relationship that you have, but also being able to teach others about the word of God. But I feel like that was something that affected us as well because we were forced one way instead of trying to find a way that fit to to how our, our I mean, own experiences. If you look you know? at if you look at the disciples when they kicked up with Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. When they messed up, they messed up. And Jesus just corrected them. And they kept messing up, but Jesus kept correcting them. You know, and and like I said, I think that we've been forced to play a role that is, is actually hindered us. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I, I, <laughs> there's certain churches that if you don't yell, you didn't catch the Holy Spirit. You're not a real Christian. There's churches that if you don't wear long skirts, if you, women yeah. don't wear long skirts, you're considered... You know, uh, 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 you're considered uh, a sinner. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and and to be honest with you, I, me personally, this this is how I feel. A lot of people end up drifting away because of uncertainty. You understand what I'm saying? So I sit here and I'm confused. Like, yo, why? Why do I keep failing? You keep failing because you're a human. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I remember I remember I used to uh two different stories. You know, when I used to go to school and actually it was my senior my junior year, and I'm walking down the block, I'm walking down the block right after school. And out of nowhere I see, wham, somebody got knocked out. And there's a group of kids knocking people out. And my first mentality is, okay, I'ma grab my pencil, I'ma roll it up in my head if anybody ever try to do something to me. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to defend myself. Yeah. Yeah. There was times when Jesus was preaching in the Bible, and they, the Bible clearly says that Jesus basically uh, okey-doked the person. They, he he snucked out because it wasn't his time. Mm -hmm. So Jesus, if Jesus had to find ways to play the system, 
You understand what I'm saying? Then that means that we gotta find ways too. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And 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 I rem- I also remember that when we say, for instance, we used to go to these church events, to these different church events with a lot of Anglo's or, or Caucasian mm-hmm. uh, uh, churches. And remember, I don't know if you remember, we used to be like, why are they so weird? And they were each completely different. We'll have like one uh, one white uh, brother yeah. that will come out and be like, yeah, God bless you. And then we'll have another one be like, it was good, son. Mm-hmm. You remember? Then we'll have one that was like into anime, anime or whatever it's called. And then we'll be like, why are they so weird? Very weird. They, they're organically like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to be that. And then when we become adults, we're like, yo, so what do I do for you? Yep, me? yep. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We'd be like, yo, what what exactly am I going to do? Because at church, this is how I was yep. taught. Now I'm living the real world. And because I'm living the real world, it forces me to act a certain way. Yeah, yeah. Like me, I like I, I like soca music. I like Caribbean music. I like hip-hop. I like, I like all type of music, but... I love Caribbean music. And one thing about Caribbean music is that not all of it is Christian. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? But it could just be the beat. I remember I used to play instrumentals and, uh, you know, brothers and sisters from church would be like, oh, that's bad. I'd be like, how is a sound bad? It's still like that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or I always I always use this example. Like if I'm if I'm going to take my wife out on a date, I'm not gonna want to listen to Kirk Franklin or or Yolanda Adams. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we're forced to think that this is the way you have to act because you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're a Christian because of the simple fact that you know you can't get salvation on your own. Yep. Because if you could get salvation on your own, I guarantee you, you wouldn't have needed Jesus. But He came to this earth. He showed us how He wanted us to live. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? He's like, this is how you got to act. But we also got to understand that he was perfect. Every single perfect individual that was in the Bible, God raised them to the heaven. You understand what I'm saying? So I don't think it's fair. Like, that's, I think it's actually corny that I will sit here and, 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 and portray something I'm not. But it's just, that's how... It's how society makes it as well. So you think we forced to act like that? You think that it it will never change? I mean, I don't mean to change the topic, but we, in my psychology class, we were talking, we had a debate on that. It was nurture versus nature. If you think nature would beat nurture. And I feel like we're all born with nurture and nature is what takes over us afterwards, you know? In that case, what I mean is we're we're forced to think a certain way and to do things a certain way because that's just how the people before us were taught to do things. But then if if, if we come in and we start doing things on our own, it's no. You know, everything is always no, no, no. So that's why when like you were saying, if we were to if we were to to, to I don't know, meet someone from, from a different church when whenever we went to a different church, we we're always like, Oh, they're weird or they're doing things differently, or the way they play their music is different from the way we play our music. It was always because that's how they're they're used to doing things, and we we don't know if they were forced to do it, but most likely they were. But we're speaking on our personal experience. We were always told that yes, this is what you do. No, you can't do that. You know. Yeah. 
So it was always like that. And that's why I feel like if, if we were taught from a young age to learn how to be ourselves, learn to find a relationship with God that, that matches our, our experiences, a lot of the youth that have left the church now or, or that don't have Christ in their life anymore, they would still be at church. They would still have that relationship with God. And even their kids would have that relationship with God. But what? They're still stuck on that nurture mentality of what they were previously taught. Instead of being, instead of going on their own experience, you so, know? Or like, say for instance, our our, our community, in the Garifuna community. No dude in the Garifuna community is supposed to wear uh, uh, earrings. Yeah. So because our our or get tattoos and things like that, and I'm not telling you to go get it. Read the Bible, research the Bible. I'm not gonna give mm-hmm. you my thoughts on that mm-hmm. right now. But it's little things like that. Like how are you gonna deny a dude, you know, the ability to worship God mm-hmm. because he has earrings, but your wife has earrings. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's little things like that that maybe to you ethically is incorrect, but don't mix don't mix ethic. Uh, 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 your ethics with your your, your lifestyle, your mm-hmm. Christianity lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because then it's your culture or what you were raised starts manipulating mm-hmm. what you're supposed to believe mm-hmm. in. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I remember when uh, one of the craziest things or one of the craziest feelings was coming home after after uh, after somebody caught the Holy Ghost at church, mm-hmm. or after somebody, uh, or when we, we we used to see demons coming out of people's bodies. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. People don't understand that I would go home scared. Yeah. I was in church, but seeing people scream like that, or or or, or hearing people, you know, uh, 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 talking tongues, it stunned me because it wasn't normal. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was little things like that that you know I would I would sit there and just analyze like, okay, you know, my actual my actual reaction to you know church wasn't supposed to be me being scared at it but what i saw on tv or what i what i what i what i would uh what people would manifest in front of me it was frightening Mm -hmm. and there was nothing that i really had to be frightened about but it was just my mindset how i I was raised how i was you understand what i'm saying how Mm -hmm. i was taught so putting it back biblically or, or 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 in your christian lifestyle how in the world are you supposed to tell me that I'm going to hell because I'm living my life a certain type of way mm-hmm. because of your views. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't tell me how to live Christ based off of your views. Mm-hmm. I just preached on Sunday, on uh, Saturday, and, and, and one of my sermon basically stated, my mother and me could be in the same church, but because of me not allowing God to work in me, and me letting myself... Uh, 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 um, Paint a picture. I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't allow God to work in me. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But my mother, that was always there, that believed that 100. percent You know, God would 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 demonstrate something completely different mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. But it was the simple the simple fact that how she was raised or how she's thinking is completely different from how I'm thinking. Now, what what would be the solution to me? Tell people what it is organically. Yeah. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Look mm-hmm. how look. Prime example: you go to Publix, get some organic grapes, and get some regular grapes. Regular grapes that's produced incorrectly. You understand what I'm saying? Organically, you're gonna get the right 
nutrients out of it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then when you start adding preservatives and, and little things like that, I can't even say the word. When you start adding things like that, boom, people start getting diseases. Cancer. You understand what I'm saying? So don't give me something that's not organic mm-hmm. from straight from the Bible. Mm-hmm. And then I, I don't like when people use the Bible to try to defend themselves. See, switch the Bible the is not is not an armor to kill people. It's to kill the you know to kill the what's about to kill the soul of the person. But people are good at doing that. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, people are not quick. <laughs> And I'm glad, that's the reason I'm glad that your salvation is on your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Salvation is on your own. Yo, if I had to rely on my wife for my salvation, you understand what I'm saying? That would be horrible. If I had to rely on my mother, that would be horrible. Mm -hmm. Because my mother today, she could be strong. And tomorrow she could fail. Yep. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You give less hope to people when you start putting walls up. People come to the church and brothers and sisters quickly want to change their lives. Yep. But it's because they're not allowing God to do the work. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus always let his dad get the glory. He would say, yeah, I'm the son of God. I'm the son of God. But to God be the glory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to do his will. Yeah. Mind you, they're one. But when you start putting up walls, oh, you can't wear earrings, don't wear your hair too hot, pick out your fro, don't listen to hip-hop. I just actually on Twitter, some guy asked me, um, it was uh, one of the hashtags was um, three, sm- three most influential albums that you've heard. And I put, um, I put Drake uh, Views because I like this is actually this one song that just it helped it helped me it pushed me you understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. it pushed me in the direction that I was supposed to be headed to because what song was I, that uh, it's called Nine you know but it pushed me in that direction because a lot of times we get comfortable and being comfortable is not good yeah so then I put that I put Andy Minio comfortable and I also put um it's complicated by the truth mm-hmm now, Andy Minier and the Truth are Christian rappers. Drake obviously done. Mm-hmm. Now, this gentleman is telling me, how did Drake change your life? I said, he didn't change my life. He influenced it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. See, remember, remember, I actually preached about this too on Saturday. Remember, uh, uh, um, uh, in Spanish, it's Saqueo. I think in, um, uh, let me look it up in English. Give me one second. In English, it is, uh, Zacchaeus or something like that. But to make the long story short, you know, this was a regular dude. And Jesus is telling him, look, I want to stay at your crib today. But obviously he was talking about his body. But Jesus, is he's welcoming, welcoming him. You understand what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. welcomed him. Like, he, he, he sat back and, and, and belittled. Basically, Jesus humbled himself for this dude. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he tells him, he looks up at him and he tells him, you know, come down from that tree. Because Jesus, uh, he, he, he didn't, he could have told him, yo, why are you, you a thief? You understand what I'm saying? He could have told him, yo, you don't really do nothing. But now nah, he was like, okay. He was like, come down. We don't want to talk because I want to, I want to stay at your crib today. And a lot of people do not, they don't give Jesus the opportunity 
because we sit there and we block Jesus to allow allow Jesus to do the work. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. difficult. It's extremely difficult. And 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 like I said, then I look at the white community and how a lot of their kids are, you know, going out to volunteer, becoming pastors. You would never. It, it, well, me personally, I don't know you. I have never heard anybody that told me I want to be a pastor. Yeah. Nobody. I have never heard it, at least in, 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 in the black community or in the hood or mm -hmm. in the urban community. It's rare when you hear a kid say, I want to be a pastor. Yeah. You'll get a rapper nine times out of ten before somebody says, yo, I want to be a pastor. <laughs> I want to go volunteer. I want to go do mm -hmm. missionary work. But then if I go on Facebook right now and I look at all my white Caucasian, you know, uh, uh, brothers and sisters mm -hmm. that, that that were raised with money, that were, were raised in like rural areas or, or in suburbs, they know where they're headed. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. Mm-hmm. They don't waste no time. Yo, I'm going I'm yo, I'm going to Africa today. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. No hesitation. Yep. But actually if you would have asked me ten years ago, let's go let's go volunteer in, in Africa, I would have been like, no, mm. like I got you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I got things to do. Yeah. Because you don't see no hope in it. Mm-hmm. But it's the one thing that you should have hope in, and that's Christianity. Mm -hmm. People people should drop everything whenever Christianity comes up or whenever anything that got to do with Christ come up. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know you don't because of the simple fact that you're now playing a role. Mm -hmm. And when you play that role, what happens is, is that it has a switch. And it comes on when it needs to come up, and then it, when it needs to come on, and it turns off when yeah. it needs to turn off. You, you know what I'm saying? It's not who you truly are, you know? Is we, you're, putting, you're putting up the front. We've seen we've seen plenty of teens, plenty of people that their parents seclude them. Don't do that. You gonna yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna give you. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You grounded, and they turn out the worst of the worst. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So much discipline. So much dogs, and it's bad. It's horrible because now they get lost, mm -hmm. and how mm -hmm. we find them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? And then, and then when is when it's time for them to pull back, and when you try to help them pull back, they don't want to. It's it's tough. It's tough because that wall they built up that wall so high, they're not gonna cross over. So you don't have the, the hope that you were supposed to have in Christ mm -hmm. gets faded away, yeah, or dulls out, or gets watered down. And it's down. like the older they get, the more they don't want to come back. Exactly. That wall just it gets bigger gets worse. and bigger and bigger. And you know what's the crazy part about it is that nobody accepts nobody's fault. Mm -hmm. mm. And that then, was, but that was one thing. Like you never saw, even with Jesus and his disciples, you never. If they did something wrong, he he forgave them, and they continued on. Continue walking, you don't pause. Eh? And he never paused and turned around and pointed fingers. Simple you know, as that. you did what you did. I forgive you. Let's go. You know, but let's let's make ourselves better. But no, people are quick to just oh, cause you did this. Yeah. No, you okay? Let's go. But you did. It's always that but. But you did that. You know, instead change that but into something positive, and and continue on. You sometimes even if it's that one support that you have, sometimes you may not have that support. You know. Yeah. But it's just always pushing forward and not looking back towards the negative that of, of what you did. And and that's where it, it affects us a lot. Person, well, from personal experiences, um, perspectives is different perspectives as well. 
Like you, you see it a lot with people because of what they did or what they previously did. No one wants to accept them. Nah, be don't nobody want. And to and you that. gotta learn to. You gotta. Everyone has a different way of, of of viewing things. Different views. So many different views and so many talented people going to waste. And it's just that you don't you don't give yourself the chance. You're not gonna. It's not for you to. Oh my God, Lord Jesus, no. Learn how is it that you're going to have that relationship with God. You got to push yourself. Push yourself, but also learn how. Because not everyone's going to have the same. Not like the way Ma has her relationship with God. It's, it's different. <laughs> it's like, serious. And, and, and that's the reason why I'm just be. like, no. Like, I, I find my own way of, of, of how I worship God. My mom, she walks around the house screaming. Yelling, but she's she's singing in her own way. It sounds like she's crying sometimes, but she's singing in her own way. And and then when you look at Papi, totally different. different. Like you won't even know he's praising God. That's how that's how crazy it is. But we it's just your own way. You find your own little bubble and you stick yourself to that bubble. We all we're all trying to make it to the same place, but you stick yourself to your own bubble. That's what makes you you. You were born on your own. You stick to your own to your own little bubble. No, I, I think that I think that uh, uh, I think that if we ever if we ever get the opportunity to kind of sit down with people that 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 were hurt, I think a lot of things would change. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think that if we if we were even given ten seconds, because Christianity is not it's not that is difficult to understand. You understand what I'm saying? It's not. It's, it's not, not that we're difficult to understand. It's just that at the end of the day, we don't expect the person in front of us or beside us or behind us to do us wrong. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Jesus clearly had to come here for us, die for us, because of the simple fact that we're going to fail. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So, to, to, to those listeners listening out there, uh, if you live in an urban community, if you live probably not in a, I mean, you don't have to live in an urban community. Yeah. Be as, as organic as possible. Give everything you got to that person. Show them how much Jesus really loved them. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't, 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 don't force them to not want or to not have that hope in Christ. Yeah. But you always, we always got to remember, God is always your first supporter before anybody yo, else. Yo, he's the only one. Yo, when 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 everything hits the fan, yep. he's the only one that got your back. Yep. After that, everybody else comes after. Because you won't always have that, that physical support there. But the main support you need, you just need God and you're good. You're good. You, you don't need, need nobody else. That's it. Don't need nobody else. Well, you know, we're gonna end this uh in the in the in the podcast with that. Uh, there's much more I could say. There's much more I would love to say uh, about the topic. There's much more I would love to talk about. But we're gonna leave it for the next podcast, man. Tune in every Thursday. Uh, every every single episode will eventually end with a dope track that I love. So the dope track that we're gonna end this joint with. It's called A Man by a dude named Izzy, I-Z-Z-E. 
Amen is a dope track. Listen to it. Tell me what y'all think. Hit me up on Twitter. It's Marito. I-T-S-M-A-R-I-T-O. Hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up uh, 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 on, on Snapchat. It's Marito. Same thing. Same thing for Instagram. Lock your ears in. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. Here's Izzy again. Amen. God bless. Yeah. Let the whole church say amen. Let the whole church say amen. I just caught a new wave. Amen. Let the whole church say amen. I'ma start a new saying.